the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, glad to have you guys here with me tonight. 888-344-1170. That uh, is our live number, but we also have a 24-hour hotline if you want to give that a buzz, and that's 844-814-5227. And that's available to you 24 hours a day, and you can also email me anytime at com and follow me on all the socials. Joining me now is my buddy, and you he is so beloved all across San Diego County, and now even lots of people in California know who he is, and it's Cordy Lee Williams. Actually ran for Senate, threw his hat in the ring. Such a hero to me for having done that. And, um, and now we're going to catch up with him and find out what's what he's what what he's got planned in the upcoming months ahead. Hey Cordy, welcome back to the Andrea K show. What's going on, beautiful? It's uh it's great to be back. How are you? I'm so happy to hear your voice. The last time you were on the show and I got to hear just that sunshine coming through the mic, that megaphone marine <laughs> voice was you were on your bus. Taking a, taking your case around the state, I think, unfortunately, we have this little thing called the jungle primary here in the state of California. But, man, you made a run for it. I think you got upwards of 30% of the vote. I mean, absolutely extraordinary for, for a first-time candidate, particularly for something as big as the Senate. And I'm excited to have you on tonight. I want to start. I want to do a two-part interview with you. I'm going to keep you longer here probably than you thought you were going to be. But I, it's been, I love that. Well, good. It's been a mission, my dear, to get more people to have the guts and the courage to do what you did, which is to throw their hat in their ring. We had over 149 seats still do, I believe, going into the election here locally, seats where Democrats are running unopposed. You know, we're just not out. We're just not out there as Republicans fighting as hard and being willing to do what you did. Tell everybody what that was like. Take us into what it's like to run for the Senate as a candidate. Well, I mean, we got third place out of 23, half a million votes. And in in California, it's different than other states. Um, It's it's honestly, in, in some ways, at a statewide level, it's depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I hate to say that, but, you know, people need to understand that we, we have a feckless, incompetent California Republican Party. And, and some people are going to say, oh, you shouldn't say that, Dr. Cordy. And, you know, it's bad to say that. And, oh, you're just saying that because you're a sore loser. Mm-hmm. Well, no, they endorsed a rhino. They endorsed several rhinos. And that's the problem with this state. And it's getting, honestly, Andrea, it's getting where the rhinos are no better than the Democrats because they're going to lead us to the same cattle cart headed towards communism. And, and that's where we need to have discernment about who we're getting behind. But there's so many great people across this state. There's so many awesome people that want to change this state. And those 149 uncontested seats those need to be, be filled with grassroots mama mm-hmm. bears, um, you know, people like Rooted Wings. Uh, 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 th- there's so many folks out there that, that are doing a lot of stuff to get the message out that I just want to encourage them on, on live radio right now. Throw your hat in the ring. 
Yeah. Like, like even if you're on, you know, I think I heard from a buddy the other day, the water board meets once a month. It's a 30-minute or, or hour-long commitment once a month, and nobody out there can't tell me that they can't do that. Um, and, you know, if, if I wasn't exhausted, I would have I – I had a lot of people wanting me to go for, for this spot or that spot, and I said, you know what? I need some time to dip yeah. into my five-year-old and three-year-old a little bit. Well, yeah. I mean, you've got to take some time to decompress, figure out the, uh, you know, the next phase of your life, actually spend a little time recommitting, you know, your time and effort and your heart back to your family because running for office, particularly one as big as yours, is just, I would imagine, I've never done it, I would imagine it would be a 24-hour, it would be grueling mentally, financially, emotionally, psychologically, and then particularly when you feel as though when, when you're fighting to, it's like Trump when he went to D.C. I said then he faces two opposition parties. Uh, he faces the Democrats as well as the Republican establishment. And there are some phenomenal people within the Republican Party. But the leadership is just absolutely it's a uniparty system right now going on. They are scared to death of anybody who's truly MAGA. That's why we've got Mitch McConnell, who's took money away from uh, Blake Masters race in Arizona, which is absolutely winnable. And he's putting it towards Lisa Murkowski up in Alaska because he wants uh, Mark Kelly, the Democrat incumbent, to stay in that race and to stay in that position and in that seat in Arizona. And he wants Lisa Murkowski, the rhino, to stay in. MAGA, you, Cordy Lee, Dr. Cordy Lee Williams, you were a threat to that uniparty system. All the MAGA candidates are a threat to the uniparty system. And that's why um, we've, got to con- we've got to go back to being grassroots, right? We've got to stop depending on the establishment. We've got to be willing to work, to, to do the work ourselves. And I, and conservatives that hasn't really been how we've operated right as people where you know we're raising families like you are running a business like you have been you know we haven't had the time to get active the democrats are and we're losing our country at this point how do you see the midterms and what do you as an insider and somebody who ran what do you think that we can do or should do to try to save the midterms and get back our majority well, I mean, that's a really good question. I think that everybody pitching in and getting involved, if there's candidates that you believe in, you know, in many states we have, um, you know, without getting into too much detail, but, but everybody knows, everybody that has their ear to the ground knows um, that there, there are many grassroots amazing candidates out there, like, like my good friend J.R. Majewski, District 9 in Ohio. I, I mean, they're everywhere and around the country. And there's rhinos. And there are political inside games that have happened where – People have just endorsed somebody because they had more money, more prestige, what, you know, whatever. And, and that's really what we have to get out of, Andrea. This idea, you know, in some cases, from what I've seen politically, you know, it is the lesser of two evils sometimes. You know, it is, oh, well, I got to pick that guy. Well, that guy's a rhino. Okay, well, now we're down to the primary. Okay, now we're past the primary. We're to the general. What do we do? Right? You know, that's a longer interview or conversation. But I would say for every, you know, Mom, uh, every dad out there, you know, get involved with a candidate you believe in, hand out flyers, put stuff up on social media. You know, if you have access to a media company or, uh, you know, a printing company or whatever, donate your time, donate some of your services, Mm -hmm. uh, donate some of your employees. I mean, campaigns are, are, are fought and won and lost by doors that open or close and the timing in which they open and close. And I know people that, you know, gave thousands of dollars to my campaign and then they would go down to the, you know, go down the road to Orange County 
and they endorse rhinos because there's a lack of education about anymore what it means to be a constitutionally based candidate. We're talking to Dr. Cordelia Williams, who ran for Senate, and did just an amazing job. Um, and unfortunately bumped up against the uniparty system as well as uh, the jungle primary, I think, was also a factor there. Um, let's talk about some of the issues, because you've taken a few months to uh, kind of reset your life, get your bearings back, recharge your batteries. And now uh, I, I don't even know where to begin with all the issues of the day and get your perspective on it. Let's start with Ukraine and Russia and how they are running public service announcements in New York City to warn people about what to do if a nuclear bomb drops in New York City, as if putting your clothes in a Ziploc bag is going to is going to save us. How do you see what's your perspective as the former military guy, megaphone Marine, as to what's going on here with Ukraine and Russia? Well, I think the only fear we need to have about a nuclear war is is our current leader, the cadaver in the White House, because he can't even <laughs> prevent prevent from having a bowel movement in white pants, right? Or or really utter utter a you know a, a conscious intelligent uh, intelligent word. So, you know, I think that's the biggest problem we have, honestly, and and I do mean that. I think the world and people like. And, and you know this, Andrew. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I mean, the world has lost so much confidence in in our power and our boldness. And, you know, I don't think, you know, if you did a survey around the world about whether we're still the leader we were and we're this world power, I think people would say no. And it's all because of the feckless leadership of one man. Mm-hmm. I think that the fact that we have people starving over here, we have small businesses going out of business every day. I mean, I just had a one of our favorite restaurants in Oceanside, Carte Blanche is going out of business. Mm. You hear like all these different restaurants, businesses are going out of business because they haven't recovered from this draconian shutdown that was three years ago where all our lives were in America was permanently changed. And yet we're sending billions of dollars and he's going to send another 600 million or 600 billion, whatever, just printing money, just pressing the print button. Inflation rates are through the roof, roof, gas is through the roof. So I think all this is just fear mongering yeah. um, because, again, like I've always said, it's straight out of the communist playbook, everything the Biden administration is doing. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, Ukraine, I was suspicious up front because, you know, I'm always suspicious and I don't trust the legacy media. I don't trust the, the uniparty system. And they were all touting the same exact talking points. And then uh, one of their uh, parliamentary members or, you know, I, I think it was a, a PM from Ukraine said, we're fighting for the new world order. And that's a quote. And I thought, oh, uh-huh. no, we, the, the United States is not in this defending democracy in any way. That's not what this is about. And so it's just it's a hoax that's being perpetrated on us. And we're now thirty one trillion dollars in debt. Uh, can you hold over a break? Dr. Cordelia. Okay, Dr. Cordelia Williams, he's going to stay with us and we're going to continue the discussion because I'm curious what he heard on the campaign trail from constituents about what the what the most important issues are to them. So stay tuned. We got more with Dr. Cordelia Williams on the other side of the break. And 888-344-1170 is the call in number. AK, dynamite and address or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, continuing our, um, our conversation with hero Dr. Cordy Lee Williams, who ran for Senate, uh, which is just such uh, a patriotic thing to do. Um, so, Dr. Cordy Lee, I'm curious, what did you, when you were out traveling around across the state of California, what was like 
the top two issues that you were hearing from the voters? Well, oddly enough, unbeknownst to um, Gavin Newsom and his failed policies and tyrannical reign, Adolf Newsom, as I affectionately call him, um, you know, <laughs> that guy, it, it, it's, it's homelessness. Honestly, it's homelessness. And it's becoming an issue where it's not, it's not any more about Democrats versus Republicans. It's just good-hearted, amazing Americans and Californians that are like, you know, I don't like not being able to go outside my front door Mm-hmm. And, you know, worried that somebody's going to mug me, yeah. you know, and at the time it was gas prices and inflation. And what do you know? It's, it, it still hasn't been fixed. No, so it not hasn't. Even specifically. But, but, you know, then you get down to the, the California state tyranny, uh, whether it's, you know, I'm sure you heard about AB, I think it's 2098, which says that guys like me can't comment um, on COVID, can't comment on vaccines. Mm-hmm. And, and so the people are just fed up with all these draconian bills and a, a one-sided state legislature. Um, yeah, I don't know if you heard the latest here in San Diego. They've decided that that uh, the way they're going to do with homelessness is to make them take their tents down during the day. Dr. Cordy Lee? <laughs> wow. wow i i hadn't heard that yeah that was yesterday job, uh, wow. I, wow i mean what that's i mean what's that going to do make it look better supposedly let's try to pretend we don't have is that the way to try to hide that we got you know hobo jungles going on across san diego county it's crazy well i mean hokel in new york is 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 making these these huge towns uh th- these town tent city areas um, and then, you know, you have Gavin Newsom on record when he was the mayor of San Francisco, I believe, in 2008. And he's on a video talking about how I'm going to end. Ho- All we need to do is just give them some food and give them a place to stay. Mm-hmm. And we'll end this. Right. And it's it's a. Uh, it's laughable. It's, it's completely laughable. <laughs> well, it's laughable and it's also tragic because one of the one of the main excuses, in my opinion, uh, one of the the um, the reasons why they lied and said that they had to shut down business and we all had to be locked in our homes. And, and Gavin Newsom pretty much admitted this. He said that um, he was asked, "Is this COVID and all these lockdowns? Does it give you an opportunity to get some agenda items through?" And he's like, "Of course." And one of the reasons why uh, he seized so much on the hospitality industry and shut down hospitals and here it was the convention center was because then he was able to uh you know go oh gee this is how we're going to cure homelessness so the uh tent city in santa Ana, uh they were all put in hotels for about 90 days until they like destroyed the hotels and burned down drapes and stuff and then they were just back out on the street kevin faulkner spent 40 million taxpayer dollars by to house 900 homeless in the convention center here so we couldn't have any events no um tourism no tourism dollars coming to San Diego because of COVID, so they could put 900 homeless and spend $40 million to do it. And of course, after they spent the $40 million, they were all back out on the street, and the problem's just grown. And I think it's also grown, you're, you're grown because, and you as a doctor, uh, may I would hope it would agree with me, is because they continue to push the legalization and of drugs in this country, not, and, and, and in addition to the fentanyl coming across our border, Right. No, 100%. I mean, those are, you know, you talk about all these people coming over illegally. They're bringing drugs with them. They're bringing all sorts of diseases. They're bringing lowered immune systems. And, and you know, meanwhile, the other laughable thing about, you know, when you mentioned COVID and homelessness is nobody was ever doing a test, a COVID test, 
um, on, on any of the people soaked in their own urine. And I don't mean that to be a jerk. I don't mean that to be, you know, inhumane, anything like that. But it, it's, you know, it's ridiculous. People that had gave blood, sweat and tears to their to their businesses uh, mm. lost them and they're still losing them. Yeah. And, and I, you know, this state, this state is on a downward path um, unless constitutional patriots start standing up. And honestly, I think we're beyond the point of waking up, Andrea. I think discernment is is the word of the night around who we vote for, why we vote for them, and looking at their special interests. Because I'll just reiterate, if it says C-A-G-O-P on it, that just means it's a it's a critter from the safari called a rhino. Yeah, I um, we're talking to Dr. Cordelia Williams about his run for the Senate and also the issues of the day. When I was down, um, when Caitlyn Jenner was in town at the monthly Republican Party, and we I took my show down there, and it was a it was a candidate forum, and I interviewed everybody that night that was running. This was during the recall, and I said I'm not going to talk about taxes and regulations because all Republicans want to talk about taxation and regulation, and every Republican is going to agree we need to lower taxation and regulation. I want to talk about the issues that Republicans never want to talk about. And that's the cultural Marxist issues. I wanted to talk about the transing of children. I wanted to talk about CRT in our schools, right? I wanted to talk about the, the Marxism. And it was interesting because Caitlyn Jenner was the most conservative in terms of not wanting to, you know, leaving children alone uh, the, uh, as compared to the other establishment rhinos that were like, oh my gosh, like I'd thrown a hot potato in there. They didn't want to touch it right they didn't want to go there right and now we've got we've got california is going to be uh the the state for abortion tourism uh where they're there i don't know if they've passed the law yet i believe they have or they're going to that will legalize infanticide including taking the life of a child after called perinatal uh, abortion as well as now uh he's signed into law for us to be the state for transgender tourism where kids can come here evading their parents and be mutilated that's where we're at in this state and we're here because republicans have not wanted to talk about these issues no you're right you're right and it's you know they're trying to go away from the nuclear family it's it's demonic it's demonic it's it's straight out of the the communist manifesto and you look at this, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, our own state party was trying to uh, change the state bylaws to to accept this type of rhetoric around around gay marriage, around the, you know, just certain things that we've hold held dear as conservatives. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I have gay friends all, you know, all across the country, whatever you want to do, that's your business. But for us to change our bylaws, we're now changing our values and when you open that door and you crack that door and you let God out mm-hmm. and you let the moral compass out and you let the nuclear family go, you're seeing the product of that. You're yeah. seeing the product of that everywhere. Um, and it's it's disgusting. It's horrible. And, you know, um, thank God we have people like Kim, Kim Reichs of the, the Iowa Mama Bears in Iowa. She went to a school board today uh, in a drag outfit to show people how absurd it was that we would allow in any state for someone to educate our children, if you want to call it that, and that we would just allow children's minds to be corrupted in that way. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're a state sanctuary for all the wrong thing. It has to do with 
um, killing the future of our kids. Well, and it's actually, we might be the most extreme in, in the country, but there's actually not a truly red state in this country. There is pockets of this insanity and this war, the uh, the battle for good versus evil with children being the focal point for the war. It's, it's happening all across this country. I mean, in Tennessee, so many conservatives left California to go to Tennessee, right? Well, it was the Vanderbilt Hospital in Tennessee that was uh, in video talking about how we could do these, we can do these, uh, you know, these surgeries on kids and make a whole lot of money, a whole lot of profit, right? That's in Tennessee. This is happening all across the country and school boards all across this country. Uh, and parents might think that, oh, well, we're in a red state. That can't be happening in my schools. Well, you don't know. You're, just because your five-year-old or six-year-old or eight-year-old doesn't come home and tell you that, you know, <clears throat> that a drag queen was doing splits in a thong in front of the class doesn't mean it didn't happen. We got about a minute left, Dr. Cordy, before I let you go. Um, just share what you want to share to the listeners about the state of politics, California, the midterms, anything that's on your heart. Well, thank you, Andrea. Well, I think there's hope, guys. I really do. I, I really do, despite my cynicism at times. I think there's an extreme amount of hope for this state, but the only way it changes is for everybody to get involved with their time, hands, and money. You know, if you're somebody that makes over a half a million dollars a year, uh, my humble opinion is you shouldn't be tithing to your church anymore. You should be tithing to candidates, and you should be tithing to movements and activists, people in this state that are trying to do something. The Tea Party Caucus of California, the California Republican Assembly, um, you know, there's so many amazing organizations out there that are trying to reform this state, do it the right way to bring back those conservative, you know, God-given values that we have and those constitutional values. And I can tell you, all the people on the signs, there's a lot of great people that are endorsed by organizations I don't agree with. But for the most part, I'll just say, if it's got a CAGOP on it, it's a rhino and you don't want to vote for it. That's not true all the time. So I'm not going to say that. And there's some people you don't have a choice. It's either vote for a vote for a communist that wears blue or vote for a Republican you don't completely agree with. Um, But we've got some big things to reform in this state because the lines between a Democrat and a Republican are getting so thin Mm -hmm. and they're going to be so eroded that we're not going to recognize one from the other at one point. Um, And and that's what we got to prevent. That's why we got to stand up and fight. And get busy, and it takes everybody. Well, thank you for your your role in the fight. You fought really hard, and I know you're going to continue to do so now that you're you're recharging your batteries. And I know that we've just seen the beginning of you and your political career and your political future. And I'm just excited to see that down the road. Thank you for being here, my dear. Well, thank you for having me, and uh, God bless you. And uh, thanks for everything you do, Andrea. All right, thank you, hon. Take good care. All right, now you guys, we're going to take a little break. And then when we come back, we're going to continue the Andrea K Show. And I know we had some callers coming in while I was talking to Cordy Lee. Feel free to call back in 888-344-1170. Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I just decided to just, you know... Just get check out some news stories uh, during the break. See if there's any like breaking news or whatever. There's just we we got weird as a country. Jalapeno, listen to this. <laughs> I don't know why I think this is woman allegedly tied up, stabbed, and then threatened man she met on Tinder. I'm telling y'all, these dating apps are bad news. 
dating apps are bad news. I mean, I'm curious. I know of, I do know of a couple that met on eHarmony and got married to beautiful people. It's like, you know, it's like they should be in a, they should be in an eHarmony. They should be in an eHarmony commercial. Um, other than that, I don't think I know of really anybody that's had like a real good success on these dating apps. I mean, I just think you're really, I mean, didn't, didn't your mother ever teach you to not get in a car with strangers? I mean, what do you, what are people doing meeting up with, with strangers off of a dating app? Um, this is a sad story of a world uh, WWE Tough Enough winner, former wrestler, dead at 30. So hopefully, uh, I, I don't you know, first, you know, it, the first thing that comes to mind now when I see an, an athlete in the top of their prime dropping dead, I think about sudden adult death syndrome, which is related to the shots. And don't be adding me calling me a conspiracy theorist because I've been right on every prediction I've ever made. Right. Um, another big story here I haven't talked about, um, but, you know, because uh, the story broke, I think it was uh, over the weekend, maybe. And to me, I just really thought I really thought it was nothing but clickbait. I really, and, and, and it's surprising to me that the story is continuing to grow legs because I just really think that it was a publicity stunt that was done by Kanye West and by Candace Owens. And look, I think Candace Owens has done a tremendous job um, in, in terms of furthering conservatism within the black community because I think that the African community as a voting bloc has been treated like dirt by the Democrat Party. The policies of the Democrat Party were intentionally designed to keep them oppressed, not to do anything that, that in any way would help the African-American community, the, the help to the African-American community, the, the basics of economics don't change based upon who's got the money in their wallet, right? Whether the, the person carrying the wallet is uh, of this gender, of that, you know, persuasion of that color or whatever. I mean, economics are economics. And Trump proved that the way you lift up any community regardless of what that community looks like or their age or gender or what have you is with creating a business friendly environment, uh, lower taxation, lower regulation, which spurs job growth and income increases, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, but Candace Owens has done a lot to use her influence as well as her beauty. I think she's just absolutely stunning and super smart to help reach more African-Americans within the community to bring them to bring them aboard. So, you know, when when she and Kanye West, who had, I guess, a fashion show, if you can consider his Yeezy brand <laughs> fashion. <laughs> anyway, um, I guess he had a fashion show in Paris and he wore a black sweatshirt with white letters on the back that said White Lives Matter. She wore a white sweatshirt and the letters on the back were in black saying White Lives Matter. And, you know, uh, this has just continued to be a, a huge story. And I didn't really mention it uh, before because I, you know, I really think that in spite of the good that, that even Kanye West did and by wearing the Trump hat and the MAGA hat and by saying, you know, look, why, why am I being told who I should vote for based upon the color of my skin? Why am I not allowed to think for myself? What is wrong with the Democrat Party in which you were coming to me as a black man and telling me that I'm not allowed to vote for a certain individual, right? Why are you trying to keep me? In a certain, you know, keep me on the plantation, I believe he said at one point. But I just think the reason why I haven't talked about this and, and is that to me, I think that this was a publicity stunt. I don't think this furthers any movement towards conservatism. 
I think this is the thing that kind of alienates, and I think it's a stunt. I think this was kind of a publicity stunt. I don't know what you guys think about it. 888-344-1170. I think that, um, I, I, I just don't think it helps. In fact, I think it makes things worse sometimes when you do a stunt like that. Um, I understand that we're at a place to where we are already needing to denormalize racism against white people in this country yeah i said it um that's what this white privilege movement has been about crt and all of that i just i don't think this necessarily moves the dial in any way and helps increase that conversation and but you know you guys are welcome to disagree with me um i also didn't really understand what candace owens meant when she said we should have put a white lives matter t-shirt on lizzo uh, she said, uh, Americans should be more outraged that obesity, abortion, and black-on-black crime are the biggest killers in the community. I think that's a great message, Candace Owens. Um, and I think you just need to keep making that message uh, without pulling a stunt on a T-shirt. That's just my take on that. Um, we, we we do have bigger issues that we need to be dealing with in this country. Um, we were talking to Cordy Lee Williams, Dr. Cordy Lee, uh, uh, earlier in the show about the transing of children, about how California is just proud that they are just going to become uh, a sanctuary state for children to be able to go around their parents. And children children who aren't allowed to drink alcohol sign a contract, not allowed to drive a car uh, before a certain age, and then they've got to get a learner's permit and, you know, signed by their parents. But, you know, California is going to say, hey, 13-year-old, find somebody to get you on a plane here or we'll pay for it and use taxpayers dollars 12 year olds 13 year olds come here and we'll find a doctor paid for by taxpayer funds to permanently mutilate your body right how are these kids going to be how are these 12 year olds and 13 year olds going to be able to get around their parents and actually take this kind of a trip well here's how it might happen because here's kind of what's happening in the state of virginia A Democrat-aligned pro-trans group in Virginia helps kids run away from home and places them with, quote, queer-friendly adults. This is an article from American Greatness uh, from yesterday. Deborah Hine is is the author, the writer. A pro-trans group in Virginia with ties to the Democrat Party says it will help gender-confused students run away from home and will place them in, quote, supportive, queer-friendly adults. (sighs) Yeah. Um, yeah, think back to the uh, guy who'd got less than six months here in his, uh, his video collection. The Pride Liberation Project is a pro-LBGT student organization that raises money using the Democratic platform Act Blue to help minors leave their family. Um, here's a tweet from Luke Rosiak. It will also pay, uh, pay money to gay kids using secret bank accounts. According to internal materials, they advertise that some gay runaways have profited thousands from Democrat platform Act Blue. So it's it's also a way to entice kids to put some money in their bank. Hey, kids, want to make a bunch of bank? How about you agree to go from, you know, Sally to Steve? Uh, separately, it offers to create fake documents to hide a child's whereabouts. Organizers indicated that the majority of students who participated in the walkouts in Virginia... Because some of this came to light. I don't know if you remember last week they had all these walkouts in Virginia. And I guess um, that was meant to show uh, the rise, the number of uh, gender confused and and gender trans trans dysphoria. I don't remember the transgender kids that are out there. Uh, The the reality is, is a lot of the kids admitted that they didn't do this walkout because they support transing. No, they support a break in school day and not having to sit in class. Um. 
this is disturbing. Um, according to PLP's internal message board, the group is now working on uh, uh an ambitious project that it calls resources for outed students channel. It's designed to help kids run away from home. We've created this channel as a way for everyone to understand the mutual aid and support resources. The POP has available for outed and in crisis students. Um, It goes on to say in the event of you needing to leave your home, we can provide you with emergency housing from a supportive queer friendly adult on its website. POP makes a point of recognizing quote, the immense diversity in the LBGTQIA plus community. They keep adding letters to this. I don't even know what these letters are for. We know that, quote, we know that LBGTQIA plus rights movements have traditionally ignored queer students of color, even though queer people of color are disproportionately impacted by queer phobia. What does queer mean as opposed to LBG? I don't even understand. We strive to recognize this interplay of systemic of system racism and queer phobia in organizing our work. See, they're trying to cover all the bases here. Uh, this was the group uh, that actually spearheaded the walkout um, in Virginia. This is very disturbing. This is why we need a parental bill of rights in this country. And actually what we need if we had a Republican Party. And this is going back to my conversation with Dr. Cordy Lee. Where Where's the Republican Party, the leaders in the Republican Party? Where has Mitch McConnell been? Has he spoken out about this? Kevin McCarthy? Ben Sass announced today, Ben Sass, Mr. Never Trumper, anti-Trumper, January 6th guy announced that he's uh, quitting. He's given up his seat. He's going to go to be, uh, I guess, a dean at the University of Florida down there. Um, that's that's going to be his attempt, I guess, to help uh, combat DeSantis down in Florida. We're here with children being permanently mutilated, largely because we've got a Republican Party that hasn't cared enough, didn't care doesn't care and is just about amassing money for themselves to continue their power base in this party at the expense of children and the future of America. I absolutely agree with Dr. Cordy Lee on the state of the California Republican Party. Gonna take a break. Our last break of tonight's Andrea K show. So stay with us. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. I hate to end the show on a negative note, but I I have to make mention of the two mass attacks that happened today. I'm just, my heart's just really hurting and I'd rather talk about it now and then wrap the show instead of talking about it at the beginning of the show and having a heavy heart for two hours. So we had an attack that killed over 30 at a school in Thailand today that involved children as young as two years of age. And it involved a knife, I believe, as well as a gun. And after this man went on his rampage, who I believe was a police officer, he then went home and shot his wife, his child, and then killed himself. And there's just no words. So prayers um, for, for, for lifting prayers around the world to those in Thailand suffering tonight. Uh, you know, I don't speak the language, never been to Thailand, but grief is just a universal language. We also have a mass attack that happened in Las Vegas this morning on the strip outside the wind, um, just goes to show that, uh, in this involving a knife, uh, eight were stabbed, including four show girls and two were left dead. And that happened today around 1130 this morning on the strip out of Vegas. And so we just got a crime wave happening that is global. And um, 
I think we've got to be, if, if I look at the polls, I was asking Dr. Cordy Lee, earlier when he was out on the campaign trail you know what were what were the biggest issues and he mentioned here in california it was homelessness and inflation and part of the issue with homelessness is the crime right people don't feel safe it's like he said you don't feel safe stepping outside your house because and the reason is it's not just because people are poor and homeless hear me out here don't don't get it twisted as diamond and silk would say it's because so many of the homeless are mentally ill and they're unstable which makes them a threat Right. Um, So safety, I think I reported last night that there was a poll that it's flipped that back in June after Roe v. Wade was overturned at that point, um, based on Google searches, I think it was 20 something percent of Google searches at the time involved crime and the crime wave and 70 something percent or 69 percent involved Roe v. Wade. And now it is 71 percent of Google searches are crime related and it's down to 20 something percent about Roe v. Wade. Um, We've got to do something to um, get the crime stabilized across the country. And first of all, it's got to start with with. us taking back control of the House and the Senate, but it's got to be with Republicans who are actually going to do something to hold the FBI and the DOJ accountable for their tyranny and their overreach. I don't give a crap whether or not Hunter Biden is slapped on the wrist for some tax violation. That does negate that does not negate what has gone on with the FBI and the DOJ. Every day there's more report. Last night, what was what was that story about where a Chinese Communist Party guy who works for the Chinese Communist Party got busted with over one terabyte of, of election data because our government was so stupid that they hired a Chinese Communist National company software and handed them our elections. And the FBI knew about it and hit it just like they knew about Hunter Biden and hit it. And they've been involved in persecuting and prosecuting Americans, right? We have got to start holding people accountable. And that means accountability means using subpoena power and it means recommending charges. And then it means having a Department of Justice actually file criminal charges. Well, we're not going to get that accountability at the federal level until we get a president in the White House. But what we could have is we could have some state attorneys generals, Republicans around this around this country starting to prosecute some people. And they could use their power to do so. Uh, A.G. Landry out of Louisiana, I guess, has decided he's going to run for governor. And I'm disappointed in that because I really think what we need, if we look at the problems we've got, so much of it has to do with an overrun Department of Justice and FBI and the tyranny involved there. And we have got to get that under control. And it's not going to happen for years. And we could make it happen uh, with state's attorneys general. Locally, at the local level, we need some district attorneys. And some U.S. attorneys, some states, U.S. attorneys to start prosecuting some people at the local level. So we've got to be paying attention to who's running for D.A. I think I'm going to invite John Hemmerling back on the show. He's running for D.A. here or no sheriff here uh, in San Diego County. That's something else. One of the things we learned in covid right was that who really affected our lives the most when it came to these covid restrictions and lockdowns. It was our local county board of supervisors, right? It was our city councils. It was our sheriff's departments and our police chiefs that were willing to enforce unconstitutional power grabs on us, right? So we've got to be looking at that. There's a reason why George Soros has invested so much money in these DA races around the country. Well, you're seeing the effect of it, right? And the crime spree that's happening everywhere. 
you're seeing why he's also invested in in state AG races and U.S. attorneys races. Right. Look at Letitia James in New York City. She literally campaigned on abuse of power. Her promise was, I'm going to use my office not to prosecute crimes that have been discovered, but I'm going to use my office, she said, to go after Donald J. Trump. Well, we need some state attorney generals not to manufacture crimes, not to target people for the purpose of trying to find a crime, because that's total, you know, Stalin-esque kind of crap. But we have people, you know, it's like um, one of the things they're going after Hunter Biden for, uh, tax evasion, right? That he didn't report some income. Well, how come we have people like Al Sharpton's and others across the states and in Republican states? We need some of these these elected officials. How about we have some state's attorneys general going after them for tax evasion, right? That may actually be. I'm not really sure where the the jurisdiction is, if that's U.S. Attorney's Office or state AGs. But we know that that there is a power that's not being used. When Democrats have power, they use it. When Republicans are in power, the Democrats still seize control and still are in control of everything, right? We had Trump in the White House. We had both houses of Congress, and yet we still didn't get the border sealed. The success we had at the border was only due to Trump. It wasn't due to the Republican Party. We still had the debt increase. We still didn't repeal and replace Obamacare. We still had an FBI and Department of Justice that were covering up the crimes of the Democrat Party and using the intel community, all our law enforcement, federal law enforcement agencies, 17 intel communities, and the DOJ to persecute conservatives. And that's continuing. All right, tomorrow's Friday Fun Day. We got a special musical edition, and then we got Bob Walters who's going to be here. We might have some other Fun Friday things up our sleeve. So come on back tomorrow night. This is the Andrea K Show. Peace out. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.